You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. Today, we are going to be talking about how to easily and responsibly purchase stocks in five minutes, step by step. Now, step one, get off of Instagram. So stop wasting time on Instagram. It's a great platform. There's lots of good stuff there. But, you know, think about your future a little bit and just take a little bit of that time and put it into um figuring out how to buy some stocks, okay? So that was step number one is get off Instagram. Number two, there's a couple of apps you can download. Now I recommend E-Trade. That is my um, platform of choice for buying stocks. And I feel like it's a very secure. It's like one of the heavy hitters. It was like really one of the first ones to come out really um, to be an online um, app where you could purchase um, stocks and everything. I've used them for years. I really like them. Which one do you recommend? Uh, the main one that I like is Robinhood. And the second one is Bean Stocks with an X. Okay. Uh, those are the two that I really like. Okay. So step one was get off of Instagram. Step two was download E-Trade, Robinhood, or Beanstalks, one of those three, okay? And you take a look at them, figure out what you feel is the best fit for you, what you feel more comfortable with. So download those, okay? Um, step four, you're going to, of course, in either one of those, you're gonna have to link your bank accounts and um, bring over some money. I want you to start with just 50 bucks, okay? And you can be doing this as we're going through this video. 50 bucks, go ahead, transfer that money, from your bank account over into your E-Trade, Robinhood, or Beanstalks account right now. I'll wait. <laughs> okay. So now let's say that you have gone ahead and transferred that $50 over. It's just sitting right there waiting for you to invest. So what you're going to do is start looking up companies by tickler. What you can do to do that is go on Google and Google has a whole report that they do of all the stocks that are doing well, what stocks are projected to do well, what penny stocks are doing well. On in this episode, we're going to talk a ton about penny stocks. We're also going to talk about marginal shares. So figure out what's best for you. I highly recommend penny stocks. That is the best way for people like us who are not super rich or rich by any means, kind of broke actually, that is the best way for us to actually make money is by just simply buying penny stocks. So anything that is selling currently for a dollar or less, okay? So buy those up and there's lots of places that you can figure out where those are at. You can also look on YouTube. People are very open about saying, you know, what penny stocks are doing well. Um, there's also lots of books on Amazon where you can find that information as well, okay? That's it. It was really that simple. So step one was what? Get off of Instagram. Get off of Instagram right now. Stop wasting your time. Make some money for yourself. This is just a little side bank account for yourself, okay? And step two was download either E-Trade, Robinhood, or Beanstalks. It's a quick, simple download, okay? Uh, step three is research the companies, okay? You wanna go ahead and start looking at your ticklers, you know, which companies you wanna invest in and why. Um, in this episode, I'll share a couple of tips, you know, that I, you know, look for in uh, different brands, okay? And then number four is you're gonna go ahead and transfer that 50 bucks over 
to your bank account right now and use that 50 bucks to buy some penny stocks. Now, 50 bucks will get you a lot of penny stocks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely. a lot like you're better at math than I am like how much like average like would that get you like let's say they they were going for like one cent oh really easy math (laughs) I should know that I think it'd be like five thousand yeah it'd be like five thousand uh shares yeah yeah it'll be five thousand shares so 50 bucks will get you five thousand shares or something so you can split that up you know maybe you want a thousand shares of this a thousand shares of that a thousand shares or something else, you know, so split it up or put it all in one stock, whatever you want. You know, I like diversity. So I would probably actually split that three ways and um, buy a, a, at least three different types of stocks. And then guess what? Hold it. Don't do anything else. And then I would say about once a month minimum, all you need to do is look up that company, go on their website. They usually will have an investor briefing as to what's going on for the investors. They have a lot, each company is going to be providing a lot of information to the investors as to how they are using their investment, you know, their money that they're giving them. So look at that information, see if they're actually doing what they're saying, and then look on your app and see, do you see that little green arrow going up? And if you constantly see that company is going up, up and up, very few gains, okay? And stocks kind of do this. They go up, they come down a bit, up, down a bit. It's like climbing a mountain, you get tired. You climb a mountain, you get a little tired, but it should always just keep doing this. It never really does that. That's only going to happen when you're, um, you know, being risky, you know, like, um, Things are just overinflated for some really weird reason or whatever it is when you're going to get this kind of stuff. But um, with the penny stocks, you'll just kind of see this little here. So as long as you keep seeing that, you know, you're onto a good thing, then you know, okay, I want to buy more of this one. So maybe the next time you get paid, you put another 50 bucks or even just 10 bucks or 20 bucks, whatever you got, you know, it doesn't have to be anything big. I think this is something that is really important. Because, you know, people kind of always have like a fear for some reason of buying stocks. I feel like there's only a certain type of person or like, you know, just if it's your thing, you're into it. And if you're not, then you're just like almost afraid of it. So today I want to just kind of speak to anyone who maybe has been interested in investing, but maybe you just didn't know how or just it's just something random and you're just not into it. I want to encourage you to kind of get into it and to show you really how super quick and super easy it can be. Guys, we are living in the digital age. There is so much information just right at our fingertips on our phone. I mean, you can run a whole business from your phone. I have done it several times. (laughs) I have run several businesses just from my cell phone. So, you know, and investing is no different. You can purchase any type of financial products that you want right here on your phone. So, you know, I tell people, hey, get off of the social media. And if you don't know, get in the know, hop on YouTube and let's figure some stuff out. So today, Em is going to be in with me, just kind of, we're going to just kind of talk through this and we're going to just really break this down super quick and easy. So um, first thing I want to talk about is how to kind of get started. Now, Um, the first thing that you want to do is you kind of want to ask yourself, like, why do you want to invest? Like, what is your end game? And like, you know, for me, I'm more of a like conservative, you know, like 
I just want to invest to just kind of plan for my future a little bit. And, you know, I'm not trying to put a whole stock in, you know, and put up a huge pile of money and get rich quick or anything like that. I'm really not concerned with being rich. I just want to take advantage of all the products that are available. And, you know, why not? It's there. It's a resource. It's a tool that we can use. So why not? So, but for M, how about you? Like, how do you, with your investing, like what's more of your mindset? Yeah, <clears throat> pretty similar. I, I didn't have a lot to go crazy with. I wanted to be conservative. So I, you know, did research and um, I, I spent as much as I could. Now I wasn't going to take my, you know, rent check and, and risk all of it on, on stocks, hoping that I would double or triple my money. So I've been very conservative, but over the past few years, uh, you know, I've grown, you know, you know, upwards of a few thousand dollars, just being conservative. Yeah. I think you said like the whole point there. I mean, people get into trouble when they're buying stocks and trading and stuff like that, when they get super risky and they start taking money that they don't actually have things that money that is allocated for another purpose. And then, you know, putting that into stocks thinking like, Oh, you know, this is, I have to do this right now, which yeah, it's just never a good idea to do that. So you have to have a very realistic and kind of simple eye, not trying to go at it just to get rich, but more so look at it as a way to just like supplement your income, you know, like, just a little bit of extra on the side, just something extra to do. Think of it almost as like an additional savings account. Just like, hey, I just want to have another rainy day fund. If I can grow a little bit of money here on the side, it'll grow into something one day. Why not? So, you know, understanding your why, like what's your point in doing it and making sure that your why is something that leans more so towards the humble side and having a simple eye as opposed to like just trying to get rich quick. So um, with that said, I think for most people, the key is really understanding penny stocks. Now, penny stocks, and this is my definition, I'll let him kind of give like his I, you know, background on this too, is basically any stocks that are trading for around the one cent <laughs> mark is really somewhere good to get in because what I do is I'll go on, I'll see what companies are trading for what and then I'll research those companies and see what's their five-year plan what's their 10-year plan and if it's something that I feel you know sounds good and I can see you know that they got other solid investors that they are actually making good on everything that they're putting out Um, I also look for a good online presence if I'm able to find a lot of money online about the company then I'm more willing to invest if they kind of like, you know, just don't have very much out there, um, then I'm not. So I look for transparency with a company. Um, and so then what about you, M? How do you, what's your approach to like, when you're looking for penny stocks, like what do you look for? Yeah, I, I definitely look for uh, the cheaper side of things. Now, penny stocks, uh, anything under uh, a dollar a share is, classified as a as penny stocks because you are buying it for for cents uh so to speak so um that's what i do i've bought some other uh bigger stocks but i know we'll talk about that a little bit further into the podcast but but yeah there's very low risk with penny stocks i mean if you 
invest 50, you know, $25 even or less, um, you're not going to break your bank and you're not going to put yourself in a financial hardship. You only have, um, theoretically, uh, you know, your stocks are only going to go up, uh, so to speak. So uh, penny stocks are more so long term. I know a lot of people look to gain a lot of money from stocks and then quickly sell them for the profit. And I get that. Um, I'm more of a long term person. Uh, I just let it sit there and accrue. Uh, and then when I feel it's hit where I want it to hit, then I will eventually cash out. But if you're buying penny stocks, you're going to be in it for the long haul and be prepared for that. Right. And I think, you know, like that's most of us, right. Let's, you know, just be really transparent here. Like most people, you know, you're living somewhat paycheck to paycheck. Right. So yeah. if that's your situation, you know, you don't want to try to go for stocks that are selling for $500 a share. You can't afford it. So, and I think that's why a lot of people just get like overwhelmed by the whole thing and have no interest in it because I think they just think all stocks like start at those prices. They're not even aware of the penny stock. There's a ton of books you can get like on Amazon on like penny stock, like good things to look for in different um, stocks. You can also go on YouTube and research all that as well. Like people are pretty open about sharing like, hey, this is something good to invest in. Um, but understanding where you're at financially and saying, okay, I don't have a lot of money. So obviously I don't need to be investing um, a lot of money. So don't even look at those bigger companies that are trading for um, those high values. And then the benefit for those of us, you know, like us, you know, we're not rich people. Okay. The benefit for us to do that is you're able to buy more. That's the whole point. So if you get, you know, buy some penny stocks, you could take 50 bucks and end up with like 800 shares versus if you're, and that's what's really going to amount to something. You want to have that growth and it, you, you see the biggest return on your investment when you get something, when you buy it at super, super cheap and you just let it go up, 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 up and up. And then all you have to do is sell it. And it doesn't even need to hit, you know, it doesn't have to even go up to a thousand dollars a share for you to make a lot of money. If you buy something for one cent, and you got, you know, a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand shares of that, which really wouldn't cost you more than, you know, a couple hundred bucks would be definitely less than a thousand. Then you don't really need it to hit more than like two dollars a share. And you got a serious load of cash. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's the way you got to do it. And um, yeah, I know you kind of had like a recent experience with that. And yeah, definitely. One, one of my um, penny stocks, um, I've been getting into cryptocurrencies. And back in 2018, I believe, uh, I think it started in 2017. So I got fairly early on in the bandwagon was uh, a lot of people are calling it doggy coin, but it's actually doge. D-O-G. Uh, I just say D-O-G. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> pronounced... <laughs> It's pronounced Doge, and it was started as uh, it was started as kind of a joke between two businessmen. Um, but recently, in the news, it's been making a lot of uh, headway. Uh, even Elon Musk has been tweeting about it, and other celebrities have been tweeting about it. Um, and people on Reddit actually started to push that stock, and, and nothing crazy, but from that where it scares me though a little bit, right? Because like when people start to do like I feel artificial manipulation. It just overinflates thing, and then I feel like it's not gonna last, you know. So that 
I, if I already have it, it's fine. I don't care. But as far as like trying to get in and quickly buy and then sell, I yeah. think that doing something like that would be risky. But anyway, sorry yeah. to continue. No, no, it, it, it was interesting to watch. Uh, I wanted to, <laughs> I was very excited as it started to creep up and we're only talking, I think at its highest, it reached, it reached 10 cents a share, right. but all the shares that I had, it was starting to add up. Um, it's, it's held a bit since, since that it, it's, you know, m- nowhere near the 10 cent mark, but it was fun to watch. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm in the long haul for that one. I think I have really high hopes, high hopes for that. Uh, I don't think they'll get anywhere to be quite honest with you, but um, I've only gained money from it. I I haven't lost anything that I've invested in that. So it's a win-win for me. Yeah. You know, and again, like, I think it was something like, you know, some one point with 50, 50 bucks, you could have gotten like 800 shares of, d-o-g-e so it's like okay what do you spend 50 bucks on some people spend that on one dinner i mean how many times in a one week do you eat out so it's like instead of doing that why not just buy some random stock and just leave it there don't touch it you don't have to do anything just hold and then just see what happens with it so i think that's sometimes just a good thing to do and it may not ever you know amount to being anything but it may you just never know you know so i i think it's always a good thing to do um, now, another thing that I wanted to touch on is how easy it is to really just kind of start thinking this way. So basically what you need to do is encourage yourself. Think about, okay, where do I see myself in the next like six months financially in the next year? How much money could I save between now and then? And, you know, again, just a simple, you know, investment, take that 50 bucks and just put it in see where you go, see where it goes in six months, a year. And again, that's money that I feel like is just extra. So not having to tap into it isn't really going to hurt you any. It's not money that's in your monthly circulation of things that you have to pay out or anything. So why not just put it over there? Okay. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, My initial investment with the the penny cryptocurrency, I would buy $20 here, $50 here. Uh, my total investment, I believe, is somewhere around the three to four hundred dollar mark in that particular stock, and I've had it for three years, and you know I've gotten a few thousand dollars out of my initial uh, investment, and and you know I was taking money that I was probably going to spend on DoorDash anyway, yeah. and and I said you know what I'm not going to order out, I'm going to put that twenty twenty five dollars, that thirty dollars and buy more of it. Uh, and I, I kept doing that. And uh, I'm glad I did. I wish I did it a little bit more. Um, but I think it's a good idea if someone could say, you know what, if I can take $20 and not order out and buy some stock, you know, uh, especially if you buy the on the cheaper side, uh, I think, like I said before, it's a win-win. So you're, you're just gonna, you know, throw away your money so, so to speak, ordering uh, a DoorDash meal, why don't you have your money make more money for you uh, by investing it in some stock? It's a way to like, you know, grow personally too, because I feel like what happens with some people is, you know, we've had friends that have had like wild success, like, you know, yeah. businesses or like, you know, um, doing stocks or whatever. And some people can have the time, the kind of tendency to like, hate 
you know, you know oh, you know, like they want to give people a bad attitude because of their accomplishments, but you can't be mad at people for educating themselves and playing the game. You know what exactly. I'm saying? You know, we all have the same gadgets. We all got the same technology. We all have access to these things. And I feel like for me, myself, you know, in years and years past, you know, this type of stuff, you had to go to a broker to actually buy stocks yeah. and do all this stuff. You don't need nobody now. You don't need anybody for anything. You can do it all yourself from your phone. So you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't at least check these things out and try to save a little bit of extra money. And then, you know, then you don't have to be hating on people. You know, when you see other people being successful um, because, you know, they just took their money and saved it in this way, you know, um, it's just something that's for you to grow as a person as well for all of us. And so that's what I see it as because like way early on, like I really didn't have a clue. Ironically enough, I worked at a securities firm. I did accounting at a securities firm for about a year and a half. Um, I didn't work in the accounting for the actual securities, but I worked in the payroll department where we actually paid all the brokers. That company's probably since gone out of business because again, nobody really needs, unless you're like really moving like millions of dollars, then you may need like a professional person, like help you out with some stuff, have a sit down and all that, but you don't really need it. So, but anyway, um, that was my job. I was an accounting assistant um, in the accounts payable department there. And, um, you know, got to talk with them. A lot of people would go on from my department and actually take their series seven and go ahead and get into financial um, products and selling them and all that, even insurance, which I considered for a moment, but um, that was just way too much for me. I, I was more um, into literaries and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, it was very interesting working there. I learned a lot. I learned how interesting and how detailed it all can be, but I also learned how simple it can be. Sure. I mean, some people only had a couple of clients and they just from those couple of clients made their whole year salary off of just those couple of clients that they had. So, um, and it was also interesting because, you know, we got to see how they would pay themselves during the year, you know, based off of those couple of clients and we would spread out um, their earnings for them. So that, you know, it anyway, long story short, it was a good thing. And I'm glad that I had that experience. But even with that experience of actually working in a securities firm, I still didn't see that need then to really, really, really get into it. You know, that would have been the time I had all the free, like people, I could have asked even more questions than I did. It wasn't until a little bit later on that I was like, oh, you know, like I should actually get into this stuff. But you know what the game changer was for me? was when E-Trade got big. Yeah. When E-Trade got big, I was like, okay, because I'm an app person, I'm a tech person. And like, at that time, like there wasn't really any big apps for like, you know, buying stocks and stuff. So when E-Trade came out, I was like, yeah, this is for me. And so I downloaded the app. It was super easy, linked it to my bank account in two seconds, like so easy and streamlined to use. And I really like their features on there because it makes it easy to look up a company. There's like kind of like each one has like a profile that you can read through. And of course, that's not enough. If you're talking about investing, you need to hop online, you know, hop on a Google and wherever else and do as much research as you can um, before investing. But yeah, that was a game changer for me. What about you? Like, when did you really like start getting into like buying stocks? 
Yeah, I, I started in 2017, 2018, pretty much when I started buying the cryptocurrencies. Uh, I really, really wish I could have got into it earlier when I was even younger. Um, well, I have to just but, interject there and say that I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I got into it before you did. <laughs> you did. Yeah, you did. You did. I but think I, I got you into it. I really wish I could have got into it in, you know, the mid 2000s. That would have been the time to, to do it. But it was we didn't know anything. We were uh, still kids. I didn't even think about the stock market. I mean, my uncle was big into it and, you know, he was very successful at it. Um, so much so that, you know, it, it's basically, you know, he lives off of that now. Um, I really wish I would have got into it early earlier but hey at least i got into it and i'm happy i did but around 2017 2018 and it is it's really scary how easy it is to invest your money because you download the app you link your bank account you transfer the funds they're instantaneously available for you then to start trading mm -hmm. um so it's 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 very simple the app i use i didn't get into e-trade the app i use and i started with um I'm not an expert at trading stocks, but I downloaded Robinhood. I liked their layout. I liked the profiles that, you know, you could look up the companies and, and their features. Um, so that's the main app that I use. The other one that I... Robin Robinhood a little bit because they have yeah. been in trouble a little bit recently. Yeah, people were mad at them for sure. Which was, yeah, you know, they were, that wasn't cool. Like, that wasn't yeah. cool. I wasn't too mad at them. I didn't have any uh, any uh, stake in that that game that was going on. But then the other one I downloaded was um, an app by uh, Kevin O'Leary is either the founder or part uh, co-founder of this app. It's called Bean Stocks. Uh, that's another one that, that uh, I downloaded. So I didn't get into E-Trade, but Robinhood and Bean Stocks, those are my two. Now, here's the thing about bean stocks is you got to tell them bean stocks is all about marginal shares, right? Yeah. Same, uh, so is so is Robinhood. You can you can so do Robinhood, margin. Robinhood, you can do marginal shares, but you can also just buy like full shares. But I thought bean stock, you can only do marginal shares or am I wrong? No, bean stock, you can you can bean stock. You can uh, I'm sorry, bean stocks with an S uh, X. Um you can you can buy marginal shares. So if you wanted to buy some of Google, you wouldn't have to spend a thousand dollars to get one share. You could be like, you know what? I only have a hundred dollars to spend. You could buy a hundred dollars worth of Google. So bean stocks, you could buy the whole the whole share of a company, or you can buy a fractional marginal share of a company. I wonder if you can do that on E Trade too. I haven't been on E Trade in a while, actually. So um, confession, guys. So like when the pandemic happened. I was just like, mm, I know this market is just going to be volatile until this is all resolved. Um, so I just actually pulled all my stuff out. Like literally, I think it was probably three weeks into the pandemic. I was like, I can see where this is going. Um, all this yo-yo stuff. I don't like volatility. I like when things are pretty stable and kosher and everything. So I just don't even feel like doing it. So and I was at a good place. And, yeah. you know, I'm glad I did take it out when I did because I had gained a significant amount. And I was like, I'm, I'm good with that. You know, I don't want it to go down and I'll just be fine here. So I actually took mine out then. Um, but yeah, with the marginal shares, I'm really, 
see, I'm not a fan of marginal shares because here's my thing. Like, if you can only afford uh, like a fraction of it, like, I just feel like you're never really going to see the full turn on the investment as much as you could. I don't know. I just feel that the, the best way to make money for anyone, but especially for those of us that are broke, okay, let's just, <laughs> is buy the penny stocks, yeah. hold them, yeah. okay, and just let them grow because anything else you're going to be have to be super involved. You got to be checking it every day, like, you know, making decisions. If it's for pennies, it actually doesn't even matter what happens because this the progression of financial time. Um, there's a term for it. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a it's like a cycle. It's like a, a three to five year financial cycle of the entire um, of the entire stock market. Okay, so everything you know, everything every year is going to grow up. Usually, your GDP goes up. You know, now right now it's a little bit different because of the pandemic and all that, but it's just the natural progression of things because we're always going to have new technologies coming out. We're always going to have new companies coming out. So every three to five years, you can expect to see a pretty steady but small um, growth happening um, all the time in the stock market. Now, when you start getting into fractional shares and stuff like that, a lot of that just disappears because if you're buying fractional shares, it's usually in companies that have already peaked. You know, exactly. it's, it's Google, it's Amazon. It's what else can they do? You know? Yeah. There were some that went up to like from a thousand dollars a share to $40,000 a share. What was that one that went up to 40,000 a share? Oh, that's another cryptocurrency. Bitcoin is oh, like, that was when it went up to like $43,000 a share. Yeah. So, I mean, sure. So if you bought like, you know, let's say a hundred fractional shares of bitcoin but you still not going to get that massive you might have no. would have walked away with five grand okay good that's a that's a good little thing but the only way you're gonna make you know 15 20 100 is buying super super cheap and waiting and letting it naturally go just like with a bank account just like with a bank yeah. account you know so, I mean, and of course, a bank account, you're getting like 2%, you know, interest or whatever. So the, the stocks are much more substantial than that. But anyway, the point of what I'm saying is buy cheap and just hold it, hold it, hold it until it goes up. That's all you got to do. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to be dialed in all the time and like whatever. But I mean, the fractional shares, I think, you know, if people, some people really do enjoy stocks as like a hobby, it's something fun for them to do. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's just a extra um, revenue stream, not like something fun necessarily. I mean, I do get into the bit, like I love and like understanding different businesses and like what their processes will be, especially ones that like do good stuff, like help the environment or, you know, things like that or providing a really valuable service. Um but still, besides that, I'm not trying to be plugged in all day, every day. Like, I don't, I'm not yeah. day trading, you know? So, um, exactly. Yeah. No, uh, I'm, the, I'm the same way. I, it's, it's money that I plan to not touch for a long time. And like you, you touched on it really good. Um, I've bought fractional shares of big companies, Tesla and, you know, a few others. I've only gained a little bit because like you said, I've, you know, Tesla, $800 a share. I don't know what it is. It's at right now. It might be 600 and something dollars a share. I have very little skin in that game. Right. So I've only gained a little bit. My biggest growth is from 
the penny stocks. That is where my biggest growth is because that's where I gained massive amounts of shares. And I just said, I'm going to leave it here. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'll check it once or twice a week. And, you know, it, 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 it does nothing. Well, at least the ones I picked have done nothing but, but grown. So uh, I'm ecstatic for, for the very little low investment that I put into where it's at. It was great. I just got free, free money almost. Um, so if, if, if you do buy penny stocks, if someone listening is going to buy penny stocks, you're not going to get rich quick. This is going to be years in the game, but you just do at your research. Three, at least three. Yeah. Before you even start seeing that game. Yep. Yeah. And do your research, pick good companies. There's tons of information online where you could see the projections of the companies you might want to invest in. Where are they going to be in 2024? Where are they going to be in 2027? And then you can go, you know what? I, you know, I don't want to invest in that. Maybe I'll put more money in, in this one. So really do your research because not every penny stock you know, is going to go crazy and you don't want to miss out on an opportunity where you could have dumped a lot of money into a potential high growth uh, projected projected stock. So really do your research, um, but you can't go wrong. I, I'm, again, I'm not an expert, but I think you cannot go wrong buying a penny stock. You'll never lose money. You'll never lose money. And um, one that I got on in early with was Beyond Me. I was happy about mm -hmm. that. I, I was so proud of myself. I was like, yes, <laughs> I did that. So basically, like, I, you know, remember just like researching them. And it was right around the time that they were going to make their um, initial public offer. And I was like, man, when they make their offer, I'm investing. Like, they're legit. Like I looked up the owner of the company, which I actually ended up getting to meet like last year, which was super dope. He was so nice and so cool. And um, yeah, we had like a nice chat about that. It was pretty fun. But um, yeah, like that was a really great one. And I did really well with it. And I was so happy. And, you know, I did the research on the brand. I like what you know, the company stood for, um, their guiding principles, you know, how they gained their investors, everything that they mm -hmm. do behind the scenes just really checked out well. And I do think that if you are a small business owner, um, I would really encourage you to get into it more because that's how I was able to kind of pick the businesses that I knew would do well, because I was a business owner myself, although I'm sure. like, no comparison to what they're doing. Like I understand what makes a good company. And so I could read and research and say, hey, this is what would be good. So, and a lot of people you have this, even if you just have a side hobby, maybe you only got yourself as an employee or one other employee, like you still know more than you think. So empower yourself, you know, get the research, go on, figure it out. There's so much, it's just so much information available. Why not? Yeah. Now, Another thing that I want to say about the um, marginal share is another reason that I'm just not a fan of marginal shares is because, you know, every stock like average, now you do have some things like Bitcoin that's like, yeah, the $40,000 a share. How often does that actually happen? Like yeah, most exactly. stocks are not going to go up to $40,000 a share and the most any stock is actually going to get to is like basically where Amazon is at right now. I think they're at what, like $2,000 a share, something like that. Something like that. That's like the pinnacle, actually. That's like the average, you know, really, really good company that's doing excellent, that's killing the game is they're going to get to around 
two to three grand a share. Once that happens, that's it. Like they can't do, they can do more, but that's basically like they've accomplished it. Like they've done it. The yeah. game is over as far as getting into that game. Like they've grown to the point that they're going to grow basically that company. Exactly. Um, that will probably change a little bit in the future with new technologies and stuff that are coming out. But for this point and backwards, like that's kind of your, like um, something you can use as a really good rule of thumb. So once you start to see things on the back, you know, a while ago, I did get some investments. I, I got a couple for like a hundred and some a share. Um, I, don't, I don't ever go over that. If it's more than a hundred dollars um, for me, I'm not going anywhere near it. I like the $5 and under stock yeah. because I know what the earning potential long-term can be. So again, that's another rule of thumb is don't waste your money on anything that's already over a hundred dollars. You just, you don't have the money for it. Just like us, we don't have that much money to really make it worth the while. The most you're going to make is five grand, no matter how you slice it. And um, it's just not worth the risk. So again, a hundred bucks and under is really where you want to be. All right, everybody. So I really hope that this episode has really given you some things to think about, about stocks. Okay. So gave you four quick and easy tips to go ahead and get you some extra cash in your pocket and to um, responsibly invest in stocks. And I hope this information has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening to How They Did It and Why. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode. 